Um, but we've kind of given that task over, that disciple-making task over to those that are in ministry, mm-hmm. whether it's a missionary or a pastor or a senior pastor or a youth pastor or a children's pastor mm-hmm. um, or our ch- even our children's leaders, like those in ministry or small group leaders and stuff. Like we've we've kind of placed that on their plate and mm-hmm. said they're disciple makers because that's their job. That's what yeah. they do. That's that's who they are. That's what God's called them to do. And yes, he's called us as children's pastors, as as disciple makers, as trainers, as those kind of things. He's he's called us certainly to make disciples, but he's called us because we're Christians, not yes. because we're disciple makers. Because we want to follow him, we should be inviting others. Yes, absolutely. Welcome to the Right This Way podcast. My name is Tim Bennett, and I am joined by my friend Justin Finley. And we are so excited to launch this brand new podcast that is focused on the calling of God that is placed on the life of every believer. And that calling is to go into the world and make disciples. We want to give you practical tools and insights that will help equip you for that calling. So if you're ready to learn how to make disciples with your life, then follow along with us right this way. Yeah, for a while. Because we've both been involved in children's ministry for Mm -hmm. a long time. And it started off uh, our conversation through our church's um, membership growth track. And uh, we started talking about kids ministry. And we realized we both have a lot of the same ideas, a lot of the same passions. And it really started to center around this idea of discipling. Uh, not just kids, but being disciples, you know, yeah. following Jesus and helping others follow Jesus too. Yeah. And, and really the conversation kind of spurned off of one thought that uh, one of the first baptism services that mm-hmm. I, I went to at our church, Destination Church here in Blackshear, um, you have like a couple questions that you ask the kids mm-hmm. when you baptize them. And then you have one question that you have them ask the congregation. Mm-hmm. And when you have a kid ask the conversation congregation this um, question, um, you said, will you have them ask them, will you help me follow Jesus? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, man, that is discipleship. That is disciple making. Yes. And that um, really came out of, and I always ask the kids if they want to ask yeah, that question. Yeah. But in our conversations about baptism, you know, it's, um, we want to make sure they understand what they're committing their life to, you know, cause it's that, it's that symbol of saying, Hey, God's done this in my heart. And for the rest of my life, I want to follow Jesus. And now I want to publicly declare it like a wedding, you know, yeah. like a wedding ceremony, whereas I love this person and I'm going to stay with them for the rest of my life. Baptism is kind of in the same way. I am in love with Jesus and I'm going to follow his ways over my own for the rest of my life. And I need your help to hold me accountable to that. Mm-hmm. Um, just as in a wedding ceremony, we invite all of our friends and family to come and watch us get married. And we would hope that if we start flirting around that they're going to slap us on the back of the head and be yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. In the same way, we have that concept of if we're publicly declaring that we're going to follow Jesus the rest of the life, there's this expectation that we should hold each other accountable to mm-hmm. what we say we're going to do. Yeah. And so I wanted to provide that opportunity for kids to ask the rest of the church and put it out to the adults in the congregation Mm -hmm. to be able to say, will you help me follow Jesus? Because I want to do this and I want to do this well. And so that's, that's where the thought came from. And it, and it reminded me that so often we look at something like baptism and we think of it in our church culture as the finish line almost of the church's work, right? We've, we've made, 
we, we've helped this person get to a place where they want to, f- to declare that publicly, that they want to follow Jesus with the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. And so then we kind of move on to the next one. Right. Like, let's go <laughs> yeah. into the community and find the next person that we can like check mark that box. We can that find that good. we can to the next influence and impact in a way that will get them to to admit and believe and confess that that Jesus is their Lord and then confess that publicly. And so a lot of to- times we'll track things in our um, in our churches, like how many people did you baptize this year? How many people, how many salvation decisions that you've had this me- year? But then there's not really a track for how many disciples did you make this year, mm-hmm. right? And and how many people did you move closer to Jesus in yeah. their walk with Jesus? And there's there's not really a gauge for that. Yeah. And that question kind of was a good symbol for the congregation, I think, as well, to say this is our start our work with this person. This is mm-hmm. our starting point. And even if an adult takes that first yeah. step of baptism too, this is their starting this point too. This is their too. start in their, you know, it, it, it calls us in the Bible that old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Mm-hmm. So it's almost, and I've used this with churches in my training a lot, is um, it, it's kind of like if my son was born and I brought him home from the hospital, put him in the crib and gave him a book on how to be an adult. And I expected that he would be an adult from that book. And, yeah. And that is not how it works at all. No, not at all. <laughs> Having three kids, I can tell you there's a lot of dirty diapers. There's a lot of feeding. There's a lot of spit up. There's, there's a, a lot there's of a correction lot into it. And he's eight years old now and there's still a lot into it. And we've been in this process for eight years and he's mm-hmm. not a mature adult yet. I still, mm-hmm. he's independent. He can do a lot of things on his own. He can go to the bathroom by himself. Thank the Lord. Um, <laughs> I don't have to change any more diapers, uh, but he is, uh, he still needs help with making decisions and doing those kind of things. But that's all like, it's all work that was involved up to this point and still moving forward. And the church kind of has this, okay, you're a Christian now. Here's a Bible. We've got this great gift for you. Here's a Bible. Here you go. Go, go forward and make an impact in the community. And I believe that those, those new followers of Jesus Christ are standing there and one of the problems we have in the church is that we haven't discipled well those new converts, those new believers in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting there with this Bible like, okay, so now what? Yeah. Right? Like I have, uh, I guess I have my eternity is set. I have a home in heaven. I guess I can learn more about what it means to be a Christian, but we're not making disciples at that yeah. point. And so despite our children's ministry background, you know, discipleship, we're where the focus of this isn't going to be just a on children's ministry. It's discipleship as a whole. You know, we want, because we want to be able to disciple well, we want to be able to make people that imitate Jesus. And rather than just like, as soon as our kids, um, you know, accept Jesus, we don't want to turn them to the, turn them over to the world, you know, or just let them out the door and (laughs) figure things out on their own. We want to be able to walk with them. And I think that's really the genuine idea behind discipleship. It's that, um, walk with me as I follow Christ, you know, as uh, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And so it's that, you know, the idea that everybody's on their own journey, everybody's going to have their own struggles, you know, even when teaching and training kids, you know, it's, um, we want to, 
teach and train them in the way that they should go, you know, mm. in the way that God's designed them. You know, we often see our own characteristics show up in them yeah. through DNA and through a lot of other things. Mm. But in the same way, you know, God has a specific plan and calling on their life and they're going to go through their own struggles. And we've got to be able to walk through with them with an understanding that their struggles are going to be different than ours. Mm -hmm. Their walk is going to be different than ours. And so how, and how they follow Jesus is going to be different. You know, it may not be exactly, you know, we definitely want to ground ourselves in scripture and ground ourselves in the word, but like their journey is going to look differently than ours. Mm -hmm. And so in our kids ministry, we look at everybody's on their different journey. Everybody's has different steps to take. And we want to look at each individual kid. And I would say each individual adult that's following Jesus too. And we want to be able to ask that question. What is our next step in following Jesus and how can I get there? And then who can help encourage me to Mm -hmm. get there as well? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've spent a lot of my time in children's ministry, but equipping adults Mm -hmm. in children's ministry on, on different discipleship methods and practical things that they can do and ideas that they can either grow their children's ministry or grow the impact of their children's ministry and, um, just give them some ideas and some tips and tricks and and things that I had that I, that were successful for me Mm -hmm. and try to add value for that. And, and a lot of times what I say is I work with adults in children's ministry because you can't have a successful children's ministry until you have discipled adults, mm-hmm. right? Until you have mm-hmm. adults that are following Christ well, you can't expect them to make disciples mm-hmm. out of those kids or out of adults that they meet at work or um, their their church or their neighborhood or wherever they, they find themselves. Mm-hmm. They can't make disciples well until they're following Christ well and yeah. following someone who follows Christ. So really our, our goal with this kind of the idea of having this podcast is mm-hmm. to help believers, help the body of Christ mm-hmm. make disciples and, and, and uh, fulfill the calling that God's placed in our life in Matthew 28, 19, where he said, go into all the world and make disciples, right? Mm-hmm. Baptizing them in the name of Jesus, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded them. And I'm going to be with you always. And, um, we talk about that verse a lot, but it, it doesn't seem like there's a discipleship disconnect, right? We, yeah, we yeah. talk about that dis, that um, that verse a lot, but it doesn't always come through in our in our fruit in our activity. Yeah. And if we don't have disciples who have been discipled, how can we then make more disciples? And I think that's why we see some of the things in our culture mm-hmm. in our churches now is because we haven't. We, we haven't raised dis- disciples. We haven't yeah. made disciples well. And so and how can they ha- make disciples? And if we ourselves haven't been discipled well, yeah. then how are we going to know how to disciple yeah. other people well? Absolutely. So we want to be able to, and you're, you're absolutely correct. That was one of the things jumping in for as a children's pastor, you know, you don't, you think you're going to be working mainly with kids and with parents, but you end up working with adults, you know, working with teenagers who, and helping disciple them so that they can disciple. Um, especially as your kids ministry continues to grow, you know, that's, that's, what's going to happen. You've got to be able to take a step back and really focus on making disciples who can make disciples. And I think that would be that, um, we talked um, in an earlier conversation about, that's kind of the marker that we believe um, is how you know you've made a disciple is when they're making disciples of their own. Yeah, yeah. And and so really the goal is just for us to have a conversation and for you to mm-hmm. join in the conversation, uh, whoever's listening, whether you're uh, a, a, a single mom wor- working through 
two jobs and trying to figure this thing out. Uh, maybe you're a children's pastor. Maybe yeah. you're a teacher. Maybe you're a dad that is uh, trying to be better at uh, having a relationship with your kids centered around mm-hmm. Christ. And maybe you're just a father of Jesus who wants something more. Like mm-hmm. it seems like there's a lot of people who have this relationship with Christ, but then it kind of falls flat almost where they they feel like there needs to be something more. And I think we think that that more is making disciples, um, uh, making disciples out of your life, taking this abundant life that God's given you and sharing it with others so that you can kind of overflow that cup can overflow into other people's lives. So if you follow along with this conversation, um, we will be trying to give you, uh, each time we have this episode, an episode trying to give you some practical things that you can do, some practical ideas to think through, um, some questions to ask yourself in your ministry and your thought process. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that you can share with someone else and say to someone else, um, follow me right this way as I follow Christ. And like, we just want to make it simple for you, easy to understand with practical application steps where you can just take, say, all right, this is what I can do this week in order to make disciples and to help them follow him. Thank you all so much for joining in on our conversation today. We are going to be continuing this important conversation throughout the next few episodes. So please be sure to subscribe or follow so that you do not miss out on any part of it. We are believing that it will continue to bring value and new and fresh perspectives on disciple making in your life. We are so passionate about equipping followers of Jesus Christ for practical and authentic disciple making in their lives. And we would love it if this podcast became a regular part of your walk with Jesus. We would be so appreciative if you would take just a couple minutes to rate and review this podcast so that it can grow and reach its full potential. Thank you all once again for joining with us today. We can't wait to be with you next time. And remember that a life of disciple making is right this way.